The not very nice and anatomically inaccurate prophecies of O Lord Hear the Server. For the prompt, Hellhounds. Hellhound, written by Shamir, read by Jab. It was one of those things that just got out of hand. He'd chosen it as his handle when he'd started modeling. That was twenty years ago now. It had somehow become his brand, and he'd carried that word, hellhound, from platform to platform. He cringed a little every time he thought about it. No one should be forced to carry the mistakes of their youth with them well into adulthood, a cross to bear forever, like the silly snake tattoo he got on the side of his face. Seriously, Crowley thought as he parked his car in the garage, who gets a tattoo on their face? People who don't have parents to tell them they're being stupid, that's who. He slid out of the Bentley and felt the fancy underwear shift underneath his unassuming, but still fashionable and expensive, clothing. The truth was he'd done well for himself. His intention had always been to be more artist than model, but it was his modeling career that took off, so he rolled with it. Most people in the business said that before Crowley, all alpha models had always adhered to the same old stereotype. Big, beefy, staring down the camera as if they were about to bite it. Even though it was obvious to everyone that reality was much more layered than that, that alphas came in all shapes and forms, that their secondary gender, as well as their first, didn't have to determine the entirety of their personality. Crowley, as Hellhound, presented a very different kind of alpha. Magazines called him ethereal, aloof, preternaturally cool. They didn't need to know he was the kind of guy to step into dogshit, curse, try to wipe his boot in some grass, and accidentally step into another shit. There were reasons he turned down interviews. He stepped into the elevator and pushed the button to the penthouse floor. He couldn't wait to show Aziraphale what he'd stolen from set today. He hadn't been able to help himself. It wasn't cheap place. It was soft on his skin, comfortable. The straps were all adjustable. The underwear fit his body like a second skin. Most importantly, he knew Aziraphale would love it. After so many years in the business, Crowley often felt weary at the end of a workday, ready to shed off the weight of everyone's expectations, ready to stop looking like someone who was cool and collected and had his shit together. Ready to just be. No more hellhound. Or rather, not in the way the public meant it. Hey, Angel, he said as he took off his coat and shoes and padded over to where Aziraphale was sitting, no doubt deeply focused on his work. 
edit something concerning ancient texts that Crowley had never fully understood, but he loved to hear his partner talk about it all the same. It was lovely to see his eyes light up as he passionately explained how some Greek words had been mistranslated for centuries, and that no, the Bible didn't actually say that. He wrapped his arms around Aziraphale, sinking his nose in the soft beige wool cardigan and breathing him in, then nuzzling his neck. Crowley! Aziraphale seemed to notice him only then. Welcome home! How was the shooting? Boring as hell, as always. But I stole a present for you. Darling, you shouldn't have, Aziraphale replied, in that tone of voice that said, You absolutely should have. What is it? Crowley stepped back, winked, and began undressing. He immediately had Aziraphale's undivided attention. This was the only time Crowley actually enjoyed being looked at. Oh my, Aziraphale said, the tip of his tongue wetting his lips, as if he was about to have a truly scrumptious meal. That's rather finely made. Absolutely stunning. Crowley wasn't sure whether he meant the lace or Crowley himself, and grinned to how pleased and embarrassed he felt. He took a deep breath, his entire body relaxing, and stepped forward. He dropped to his knees between Aziraphale's legs, head resting on his thigh. Aziraphale patted his head, swept his long hair away from his face. Then he reached into a drawer of his desk to pull out a crimson red leather collar, which he secured around Crowley's neck. There he is, he said quietly, lovingly, his hands never leaving him, and Crowley burned. My hellhound. The end.